0: hello there welcome to the show today i have a very special guest luke funky luke how's it going hey doing well glad to be on your show luke was my freshman year roommate at covenant and then we lived on the same hall i guess until my junior year and then i moved off campus and luke you stayed on to play overwatch (laughs) yes and then luke and i have pretty much stayed in contact due to the amount of gaming that we do together yep so the game that we're going to be talking about is outward um, it came out in March of twenty six, two thousand and nineteen, and I don't remember when we started playing it. I guess I could check on. Steam. I think it was a year ago. And I don't know how I found out about it because it's a really small game. It was made by like eleven to thirteen people, I think. Yeah, I'd
1: never heard about it until you told me.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I I found out about it. Uh, let's see. It was made by the studio Nine Dots published by deep silver so these are not companies that i'm very familiar with when it came out it had not great reviews i think 67 on metacritic and then like a 7.1 user score on steam it's a little bit better i think it says mostly positive if you go look at it on steam but i definitely think it's a underrated game but the reason why i wanted luke to play it was because it's you can play the entire game co-op so, Luke, do you think you could give a description about what the game is?
1: Basically, an RPG open world game that has a lot of survival aspects to it, similar to like Breath of the Wild, if you've played that. Yeah. it is. Uh, has like a story quest that you can follow or you can just ignore it like we Which pretty much we did. Which we have done the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And just go raiding dungeons, getting loot, getting uh, more coin to buy... Skills More stuff and, and it kind of goes stuff. from there yeah
0: um and so it's not i it's not like any game i've played before i think part of that's due to like
1: how it's made by a pretty small studio yeah it's surprising that it was made by such a small studio for how well done the game is
0: yeah i agree the game is about if you look on um howlongtobeat.com it says the game takes about like 30 to 35 hours to beat the story and Luke and I have put about 30 hours in it and we haven't played any of the story so (laughs) we probably have around 60 hours left one of the things that Luke mentioned was that it's a survival game and that I guess some people probably look at that as a little bit annoying you have to eat you have to drink water you have to sleep you have
1: to um... pay attention to the weather whether you get too hot or cold for the different seasons.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that was something that we found pretty cool is that in the first area, we were playing it for a little bit and then uh, at some point it started snowing and then the snow started sticking on the ground and then our players started getting cold. And so it's like the weather does change, though I only feel like it's changed in that one area.
1: I don't know if we've stuck around in other areas long enough. Probably, yeah. Yeah, it definitely changed in the first area. Yeah, so there's like four big areas that are sort of
0: Separate hub worlds, and then each world has a map. And a- another interesting thing about the game is that there's no marker to show your location on the map, so you have to find your way around the map just by looking at the landscape. Yeah, which is very difficult for some people like me. Yeah, Luke just follows me around the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I can never tell where's what. <laughs> so when you start, you make a character. My, I think my character's name is Gibbedong Sleeve Mar. <laughs> and then I, what is yours? Is yours like Silver Wolf or something Silver like Fang. that? I think I think both of our characters are like old men with gray hair. Yep. And uh, the, the character uh, models are, are pretty hilariously bad, but... <laughs> um, and then one of the cool things about this game is that it's similar to Monster Hunter, a game like Monster Hunter, where you don't actually level up. I mean, you can. You really unlock skills, but most of your... Um, power change comes from the gear that you find so do you want to talk a little bit about like how the mana system
1: works just how like oh yeah magic so magic is a very interesting thing with this game um first of all they have it kind of like a balancing where if you want to invest into magic it takes away from your health and stamina pool um and so if you want to be like more of a fighter that doesn't use magic and have high health high stamina you don't want really any mana but if you want to get the mana, which is used for casting spells, you have to sacrifice some of your health and stamina, which I think is kind of interesting. Yeah, There's a lot of like risk to- involved with the magic system, of, like it cost you something. Also, if you sleep, the longer you sleep, the less mana you have, and the less you sleep, the more mana you have. And so again, there's the balancing of like, do I want more health or do I want more mana to be able to cast more spells? Exactly um, and an
0: interesting thing about that too is so every time you die you lose your like your max health goes down so I think right now my character has like 125 health and if I die it goes down to like 75 or 50 or something so I can only get back 50% of my health and in order to reset that I have to sleep but the detriment to that is that my mana will go down.
1: Another aspect of the spells is there's a lot of like mixing and matching of uh a lot of the spells talk about how they work in combination with others. Um, so, for instance, like cast the fireball, you have to have this fire sigil on the ground and use your spark spell, which on its own hardly does anything except light the fu- campfire. Yeah,
0: you can light the campfire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and in order to cast
0: spells, you have to have different equipment on you, right? Like you can't Some cast things, the fire but...
1: sigil without like a fire stone or something yes, like that. It consumes an actual item. One of the spells my character uses is a flamethrower that, like, it basically just shoots out flame, but it requires you to have a lantern or a torch. And every time you use it, it knocks the durability of the item down to where you can burn out your torch a lot faster by using the spell. And so, it, again, the magic has, like, more of a physical cost to it, which I think is really neat.
0: The way that the mana works, too, is that when you start the game, you don't start with mana. You have to discover it, and I think it's in the first area. There's a dungeon that you go to that's in the middle of this mountain, and if you make it to the center of the mountain, then you can unlock the ability to use mana. So If if we didn't figure that out, I don't know if we figured it out or if I read it somewhere. um, You would have no idea how to use any spells at all. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, I found out how to use pressure plates.
1: Oh, you did? Good, because I I sold them all already. (laughs) You have to get a skill. So Traps and plates, that's a good segue into that. Um, Another aspect of the game is uh, allowing you to be able to lay down traps and have your enemies uh, walk over them.
0: (laughs) And We've just started kind of using that. We didn't use them for a really long time, and now we started to use them and realize that they are incredibly useful because each fight is pretty difficult. You can easily die in like four hits if you're not paying attention.
1: Like you make one little mistake and then you die and then your max health is dropped in half, so then it's easier the to next die time, next Yeah, time.
0: it's like a circle of doom. <laughs> but it is cool because there's a risk to every fight. So when you go into a fight, you know you want to make sure that you're most prepared. Normally, what happens is Luke lights the monster on fire and then I just run around in circles and then it burns to death slowly. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the backpack system?
1: Oh uh, yeah, so the backpack. So. You typically, um, in most RPG games, you, like, have a certain amount you can, like, carry um, before, like, you can't carry anymore. Similarly, in Skyrim, you have, like, max inventory. In this game, there's max inventory, but it's there's a little twist to it where you have a backpack that you store all your stuff in, and you can upgrade your backpack to have more storage space. And you also have a pocket system where you can keep stuff on your person. And one thing that's really cool is you can remove your backpack with the press of a button and uh your character just drops the bag on the floor and then whatever you have in your pockets you can use for a fight or whatever and then you can't use anything from your backpack till you pick it back up um but the backpack itself makes your rolling and dodging a lot slower your character moves slower while it's carrying it so you want to drop the bag before a fight and then you want to make sure you have the right equipment in your pockets so you don't end up uh, trying to get into a fight and not have your weapon that's happened to me a couple of times yeah so my lantern I need it for my flamethrower is in my backpack instead of my pocket and <laughs> I or you have like it. a health potion that you yes. want to use but you
0: realize that it's in your backpack and that's something yep. that I struggled with a ton when we started was that I'd enter into a fight and I'd still have my backpack on and I couldn't roll very well and I'd be really clunky and I'd be like this I don't understand what's happening and then you have to take your backpack off. If I mean I guess if you were really really good you could still wear your backpack but I don't think that's how it's meant to be played. But there are different backpacks you can find. So I think when we started our starting backpack held around 30 weight, isn't that? Probably on the bar, right. And but now both of ours hold about 100, which is it is filled up
1: all the time. Like I feel like my bag is always full. I also got some armor that gives me more pocket space. Um, oh, that's so instead true. Instead of having uh, extra like defense, I went for the ones that had for extra carry space. You could carry more stuff in it. So typically, you could only hold ten in your pockets, but my guy can hold twenty, which is nice.
0: And there's different backpacks that um allow you to do like I think there's one that's like a shield. It, it gives you armor.
1: Oh wow! Well, which yeah. but you
0: have to wear it, which I don't. I don't know. It seems kind of, weird. I don't know how useful it is. Seems counterintuitive. Yeah, exactly. And then there's another one that I think is, it doesn't inhibit your rolling, but it has a small storage. Survival is a big part portion of the game. Uh, we talked about this a little bit in the beginning, but you need to eat, you need to drink water. But this game is pretty cool, whereas if you find some water in a river, you can't just drink the water. Or you can, and you it will quench detect- your thirst, but you'll get uh, like dysentery, or you'll get indigestion. <laughs> so one time, Luke and I—this was recently—we were playing, and mm. I accidentally drank, or I ate some raw food, and I got indigestion. And I forgot, and I had had indigestion for like it was—it was a while, and I had even taken some medicine, and I was like slowly getting better. But at one point, my character was hungry, so I ate some food, and my character threw it up because I had indigestion, and so the the food did not. Uh, make me less hungry so i had to eat more until i didn't throw it up very so all uh, kinds of things complicated like that. yeah yeah <laughs> there's detailed. all kinds of things which i can see why people don't like
1: this game because there is a lot to it yes it is complicated but it's also very detailed and very well done it's like they thought out everything and also in terms of survival like sleeping if you sleep out in the middle of the field just not in the town then there will be you know hours you would set to how long do you want to sleep but there's a percentage you have to guard or you could get ambushed by some enemies. And so whenever we sleep, like we take turns like guarding for like 2 out of the 8 hours to make sure we don't get ambushed. It's just another and You can
0: also like repair
1: your equipment as well while, your equipment you're sleeping. while you're sleeping, Yeah. <clears throat> or not while you're sleeping. It's you either sleep or you guard yeah. or you repair.
0: That'd be impressive if you could repair your equipment
1: <laughs> while you're sleeping.
0: But you also get different tents. There's different types of tents that do different kinds of things. And again, it's like you have to worry about the weight that you're carrying. So like the the, I have a big fancy magical or I have a big fancy tent and it weighs a lot, but it also gives me like a stamina bonus
1: when I sleep in it. There was one point when it was winter, we had to upgrade our tents so we wouldn't freeze while we slept. Yeah. And I think that's pretty fun. Like I, I think that's pretty cool. I
0: enjoyed that. Now, as far as the dungeons go, um, there's no maps in the dungeons, and there's been some that are pretty convoluted. I get lost all the time. Yeah, (laughs) I'm better at directions than Luke is, which isn't saying that much, but fortunately, when you're playing, you can always see where the other character is. It shows you a dot on your compass. It's like the only game I've actually used my compass for.
1: (laughs) I mean, you kind of have to because it's like you need to know where north and south is because there's no markers or anything.
0: And uh, you have to, if you drop your backpack, it'll put a marker on the compass to show you where your backpack is. Because if you lost your backpack, that
1: that's a huge thing. Yes, you lose all your stuff, everything you've gotten, all your money, too. You have to carry around all the silver you get, which actually takes weight, too, which is another interesting thing.
0: One of the things that makes this game cool is the upgrades or the skill system. So throughout your travels, you'll find these... I guess they're trainers. I don't know what you'd call them. Skill trainers. And you can pay them a certain amount of money to teach you a skill. Um, And some of these are like, you know, increase your stamina amount or, you know, teach you how to do a stabby stabby attack or something like that. But each character starts with, I think, three uh, breakthrough points. I think that's what they're called.
1: I think that's what they're called. I usually just call them skill points because that's what almost every other game calls them. And you can... There's 8 different trainers,
0: but you can you only get 3 of those breakthrough points, so you can only max out the skill, your skills in 3 of the different trainers. So it kind of if you wanted to play it again, you could use a different combination of trainers to make your character sort of unique from what it was the first time. How would you describe your character? Like as far as
1: what kind of class your character is? That's a hard question, because my character does almost too many things. <laughs> yeah. I have a bow with some bow skills. Um, magic with the the fire magic with the flame thing. I found this really cool dagger, so i like to use that. Um, I also have not a bad melee weapon either, so it's like almost anything. But in terms of skill use, uh, probably ranged uh, and, I guess, ranged magic user. Um, in terms of like class wise, like if we compare it to like a D and D class, probably uh-huh. more like a ranger, just in terms of the magic slash bow use.
0: Yeah, I guess in the fifth edition, you can like the the ranger uses spells, right? Yeah, yep. And then my character is pretty much straight melee, like the way that I kind of got to t- today. We played a little bit before we did the show. I'm at a point where my character relies heavily on parrying. So depending on if I parry enemies, then I'll get buffs. And I can do different attacks and stuff like that. It's actually a pretty difficult. I don't know why I chose this, but (laughs) I kind of had been set on this path since, you know, we started a year ago. So I'm not going to like change my character that drastically.
1: Yeah, it's hard to change just because you have a limited amount of your breakthrough points and. And so, if you spend one, you can't, like, go back. At least we haven't found a way to. <laughs> yeah, there's
0: no save scumming in this game. Like, it's it's like Dark Souls in the sense that it saves constantly. So, like, when Luke and I are done playing, you literally just exit the game. You don't even have to save mm-hmm. it, um, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, I think the one thing that I think they could do differently is that I don't feel as if you're punished that much for dying
1: it felt like you were punished way too much at the start of the game when we first started playing i don't know what was happening but it felt like every time we died it just like things got worse and worse um in terms of like i think we lost our bags once when we died and couldn't find them um maybe we but, just maybe we just didn't find them i think we just didn't understand how exactly to play the game and that was the problem because <laughs> yeah. we jumped right into it without reading anything about how to play yeah we
0: just started <laughs> playing and it was a disaster
1: it's <laughs> such a disaster
0: i guess when early on you don't have all the potions to get your health back mm-hmm. you don't have the tent to sleep mm-hmm. in so it, it is a lot more punishing early on
1: also, we haven't been doing any of the missions, and that's another thing. With So, time is a big deal in this game, where a lot of the missions and stuff, and I, I say this with having only done, like, two. A few missions, uh, yeah. <laughs> require, like, you to do within a certain amount of time. And so, if you end up taking too many rests and sleeping, you could end up not oh, being that's able to true. finish yeah, your that's mission a good point. in time. Because um, the very first mission we had required us to try to save our house, because we had, like, a debt to save it. Um, and if you ended up going to the beach, you would find this survivor from like someone who's like a family member from the people who you owe money to. And if you rescue them, your debt gets paid. But if you wait like a day and then go to the beach, there's a dead body there. Yeah. (laughs) And so then you have to actually pay the debt off and you have like a week to do it or you lose your house. And so there is some aspect of like, you have to get things done in a certain amount of time. So you can't just sleep all the time. But yeah, we have been doing yeah. missions. <laughs> We've just been sleeping. Well, and that's time.
0: kind of our that's kind of our next uh, point. We've gone to all four of the big areas, and our next thing is we're gonna start actually doing some of the missions. We joined some like holy order in order to destroy the scourge. Luke and I have no idea what we're doing. We're just like <laughs> clicking yes. I think I had a conversation with a deity at one point and he gave me an electric circle power, but I have no idea what it does oh yeah
1: that is also the co-op system kind of how the game works is you have your own world and then if you want to play with someone nash you open it up to another player um so we've been playing on hayden's world this entire time yeah um and not mine uh and every time you like get a skill like gifted a skill or find something there's only like one of them so hayden got this thing from the deity because it was his world and he talked to the person I didn't get anything from it because it's only one per person. Um, and But if I went to that place in my world and joined the order, then I would get it, which is an interesting Yeah, concept.
0: and there are other people that you run into that only sell one skill, and if you purchase it from them, I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, Which so is I interesting. think, yeah. And I don't know. I don't really mind the way that it works. I think it kind of makes it unique. I guess it would be different if you were kind of playing the game without me, and we've mm-hmm. been playing it together we only play it together really today i played for like an hour without him cuz i was trying to get to another area of the world but that's pretty much all i've done
1: yeah i, I all i do in my world is sleep and uh use the merchant <laughs> yeah and you get water <laughs> time, time we sometime. disconnect yeah and i get water every time we disconnect i go back to my world and it's like well i have all this stuff may as well sell it cuz then i can drop my carry capacity it's actually great it's like it's like a cheese way of doing it of If I if I get hit and need to heal, I can just leave Hayden's world, rest, and go back to Hayden's world. (laughs) Go back to the dungeon.
0: But you don't do that. That only happened one time. (laughs) Once or twice. Yeah. Most of the time, we just play it normal. I think one of the big things that has surprised me about this game, other than the fact that no one has really heard of it, and I do think it's underrated, is that um, there's like a ton of variety in what you can do or how you can play and it seems like there's so many different weapons that all function very differently it, it seems very much like dark souls in the respect that you know you might find an axe or a mace or a halberd and they all have different move sets and there's uh i think there's some guns too like you used there, to use yes. a pistol a little bit oh, but you
1: have to reload it once every time you shoot it you get one shot and then it takes like 15 seconds to reload and if you accidentally press that button in combat good luck and combat normally is around, I think the most
0: we've ever fought at one time is like four or five enemies. And that's very difficult. Like two enemies seems like a lot.
1: And if again, if the combat, if you go into it just like overconfident and don't prepare or anything, it's very easy to just accidentally make a mistake and get yourself killed. It's pretty punishing.
0: Yeah, we've had the issue of not using the potions and different like there are these rags that you can sort of in like give your weapon fire or ice or some some elemental damage and we've had the problem of just hoarding all of those and
1: not using them
0: when we really probably should be using them almost every time.
1: I've been doing a lot of the like potion crafting um which you know you make a fire, you put this uh like alchemy equipment that you purchase from someone on the fire and then you can brew potions which require certain things you collect throughout the world uh, it's very much like most crafting systems when it comes to uh crafting potions and whatnot there's also crafting weapons that you can do um we haven't really done that much but you find scrolls or you buy, buy scrolls to learn how to craft something or you can experiment and like throw a couple things together and see what happens yeah. Um. And sometimes you learn a new recipe. Sometimes you don't. Craft food. You craft potions. You craft weapons. You can craft items like arrows and trap wires and different things like that. It's really cool. Overall, I really enjoyed this game. I
0: feel like Luke and I have a good thirty hours left to play. We kind of took a long break, but um, it's one of those games that I think I enjoy it better because I'm playing it co-op. Another thing that's really important that I actually kind of want to get it, it came out for PC, Xbox, and PlayStation 4, and for Xbox, or actually for PC, Xbox, and PS4, you can play local split screen, which I think is awesome. I don't think I can convince Natalie to play with me, but it might be a little bit too complicated. Overall, yeah, I really like this game. I think it's super fun. I think it's one of those games that you really have to, as they say, get good to enjoy it. It's not for everyone if you're not into super complicated games that require a lot of, I wouldn't say microman well, maybe a lot of micromanagement, but the further you get in the game, the easier it becomes because you have so much more items, you have so much more money, and you understand how the systems in the game work. Um, And Then as you play the Survival elements become less of a hindrance, and you start sort of using the food and everything to your benefit in, in combat and stuff like that. What about you, Luke?
1: If I were to use one word to describe this game, it would be detailed. This game has been ve- like very well made in the sense of how detailed it is. Even like the snow falling to the ground to just like moments later, you see like you come out of a dungeon and there's more snow on the ground than when you yeah. went in. Like, there's just so much detail put into how everything works and the world works. And I think that's really neat. I really enjoy the aspect of the whole world itself and just how detailed everything is. Um, my biggest complaint, and yes, there are like bugs here and there. It's a small, uh, it was a small group of people who created the game. And so there are going to be bugs and whatnot. Nothing that's like game breaking or anything, but yeah, we have annoyances here and there. Um, but my biggest complaint is actually that you can only play maximum of two players. Like, I would love to be able to play this game with three or four or five people, but you can only co op two players, and that's just like, well, it's a lot of fun co oping two players, but it's like, but if only we could play with other people, it would be even better. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and so, just like, I really enjoy this game a lot. It's been uh, a lot of fun doing, probably. Wouldn't it be something as much fun by yourself? Um, As was pointing out, it's a lot of fun because it's (laughs) co-op. I think it's a great game. Well, I think that's it for this
0: episode. I think this was a good discussion. I think this is a great game that if you have no life like Luke and I do, that you should definitely (laughs) find a friend and play it. Not that any of my listeners, I think maybe four of my listeners would potentially play this game. Do you think Johnny, I don't, not that Johnny is one of my listeners, do you think Johnny would like this game?
1: I think so, and that's one of the reasons
0: I was like, I really wish we could have three people, because we could all play, to play it together Yeah, with him. But if you have any questions, you can email me at maximumpodcast@gmail.com. So thanks for listening.